Online Broadcast Network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Johnson. TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Oh, yeah. We have wow. made it to the end of the season. Crazy. Knock on wood. That's right. Season finale it action. Blue right by. Welcome, everyone, to the After Buzz TV Marin After Show. We are here on the season three finale. I can't believe it. I feel like the season just flew right by. We had a bit of a hiatus last week. Uh, where everybody had a chance to catch up on previous episodes of the season, but we are back with you this week, ready to catch up on the excellent finale we just watched. Um, we are missing one of our panelists tonight. I know. Jer- Jared Gilkerson. Well, actually, actually, Jared just turned into a woman, actually. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. Yeah. that's right. That's right. He got an excellent fill-in in his place. Yes. Miss Emily is, is taking his place tonight. It's going to be fabulous. Mm-hmm. Feel free to reach out and chat with us and interact with us. We are at hashtag ABTVMarin. Uh, be sure sure to, to check out SoundCloud and iTunes for all of your podcasting delights. And uh, let's kick it off. I'm your host, Blake V. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. And let me know who I'm joined by tonight. What's going on? I'm Monis Rose. It's an honor, mm-hmm. ladies, by the way. Yes. And I really like this uh, Mark Marin yes. little kitty cat <laughs> mug here. Yeah, but anyway, uh, you can find me on Twitter at RestFiction, the sensor restaurantfiction.com. What about you, Emily? Well, actually, I am Marsha Marin. No, I'm just kidding. No, Whoa. I love it. Yeah, Emily I has this, her props on point oh, tonight. on point. I saw that I was like, well, I have to have the M, you know what I'm saying, for Marsha Marin. And so then also good. the kitty cat and the, of course, the mustache. But my name is Emily for real, you know. Emily and for then, real. Yes. My last name is Crotal like Yodel. And you can find me on Instagram and How Twitter. often do you have to say that to people? Um, almost every day. That yes. is fantastic. Every time. Okay. Like Crudel, Strudel, Dreidel. Scrotum. Oh, wow. Oh, you've gotten that okay, one. we, we, we yes. go there. I totally I've actually that. heard that said about Amy Schumer. Believe no. that or not. Wow. Amy Scrotum? I, no. I I'm saying it's no. been, it's, someone went there before. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> I like that you have that ready to go oh, for yes. your last name. It's no, nice. You I, must run into this. I just had to do it. I was like, Yodel, like Crotal. You know? I like it. Boom. I like it. I Done. wish I had a little mustache, too, to... Dude. To hook up the visuals oh, here. I, I got it. I got it right Monis here. Monis has it going yeah, that's on. Right. I'm always, I'm always there. Always on top right. of it. Right. We got it. Mm-hmm. Formally yeah. the lecture. Mm-hmm. Fill it mm-hmm. in. I'm missing mine tonight. Oh, yeah. But anyway, okay. Emily's representing. That's right. Stash represents. Not Jared. <laughs> did, you, did you guys? Did you guys have a blast watching this episode? By the way, I did. It was hilarious. I feel like we actually. Yeah. Uh, kind, kind of, of brought em- me back. Yeah, I feel like we embarked <laughs> on kind of some new things for Mark this episode, yes. I feel like. Yes. It was like a fair and loathing Las Vegas episode, it was. man. Oh, I know. 
Oh, yes, yes. No, I've definitely had to take narco before. Oh, uh, oh, have you? Yes. Have you had any experiences similar to Mark's? In okay, this so let's have it. Let's have it. Can we? Okay, so I had. I was on the pier in Santa Monica. <gasps> Look at that scar. Oh, it was kind of crazy. That's groovy. And wow. it rained, and I was kicking a soccer ball. Okay. On accident, and walked out like Charlie Brown. <gasps> got dislocated, and then I had to go to UCLA Hospital. Oh no. Yes. And they were like, oh, I think I know you. Yeah. The people at UCLA, they're like... Have I you th- been there a lot before? No, but I served to them at Bubba Gump's, and they're like, we all thought you were high. Oh, no. I was like, please just fix You're my like, arm. Please reconnect it. Then <laughs> yes. Dr. DeBonis comes in. Yeah. Great name. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Great name. Fantastic. <laughs> Pops my arm back. So anyways, the night goes on, and I end up having to get narco. Okay. And, no, I can understand where Mark's coming from, because you're like, oh, son of a bee, like, this hurts so bad. And then you're like, oh, this is sweet. Yeah. I don't feel anything. Totally. So Mark completely experienced a similar scenario as you tonight. He was experiencing some back pain. And I I don't know that we are familiar with sort of the origin of this back pain, but... Regardless, right. he was experiencing it, was a, it, it tonight. It was the kettlebells. It was oh, that's right. Kettlebells. Yeah. kettlebells that he's yeah. supposed to leave on the ground. completely right. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the kettlebells, he lifted it, um, injured his back, and it was yeah. just like a whole like spiral into right. the the painkiller rabbit hole. It yes. was like relapse yeah. central. It was crazy. crazy. So um, we opened the show with his podcast, which I love. Those are always my favorite part yeah. of the show. And he had Andy Richter today as a guest. Mm-hmm. Um, Sidekick of Conan O'Brien. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and that was funny. He kind of brought up his uh, his sidekick gig with Conan mm-hmm. in their whole little conversation. But I thought it was funny. Mark was like, oh, I got this back pain from lifting the kettlebell. And Andy was like, you need to leave those on the on floor. The floor. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right? Is yes. that like, that's, that's the truth Everyone needs to go by. Have you, ever, have you ever actually lifted up a kettlebell? I mean, I. All right. Dude. So first of all, if you want to do like, no judgment, ladies. If you want to do some Beyonce booty squats, oh, you need, yes, you need the kettlebell. Right. You need the kettlebell, Dude, and right. it's all about like okay. lift. This yeah. is so I digress. I digress. <laughs> no, don't ask. Awesome. Don't ask. Don't tell. This is TMI. Really funny. I'm okay. saying. Okay. This is really funny. Saying, Beyonce has a good, you know, derriere. Yep, yeah, exactly. She does. And she needs to work on that. I know the workout it involves kettlebells. What up? I feel like I've just had a personal trainer consultation. Yeah, this is fabulous. I actually did have a personal trainer consultation on yesterday. Oh, <laughs> because I was like, oh, I can do this. It's like if you want to lose twenty pounds, you get the workout free. You know, oh, that's and a lot of pounds. I know that's too many. That's pounds. a lot of pounds. <laughs> but I told him when I was like, yeah, I'm here for the challenge. And he was oh. like, he's like, sorry, you can't do this. You don't have 20 pounds to, to lose. lose. Right. It could be <laughs> dangerous, okay, really. Okay, right. <laughs> Did they but, mention anything about the kettlebells? Oh, so much. Oh, so I much about the kettlebells. I couldn't move my arms after yeah, I lifted you know, some. I've never lifted one. Uh, I've seen one. That was good enough for me. Yes, that's totally good <laughs> That's enough. great. Always yes. great, right? Yes. Um, but yeah, I was just so, saying, so yeah, he, yeah. he hurts himself and then... Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, he does. And so we really just kind of see this whole spiral. And Mark has been very vocal about being an addict. Yes. He has previously been addicted to many things, I believe. Yes. Well, alcohol. Um, Primarily? Primarily, Okay. So, I mean, easily prescription drugs are, are... 
a yes. dangerous thing to yeah. get around. And so, of course, yeah. he has some for the back pain. Yes. And it was just like the craziest spiral, right? Like, he yes. started with just like a pill or two. He had Ryan kind yeah. of on, on a schedule for him, keeping and him keeping His him pain settled. must have been really, really bad because I remember I just took, yeah, I had to take two. It was prescribed, though. Uh-huh. And it was like, no, I don't care anymore. But I didn't feel the tendency to, like, or the urge to, like, have to take, like, seven. Yeah. So I actually only took him one day. And that's and a really was, good point because, yeah. you know, his pain must have been so severe at some point. Or was it? You know, because yeah. at first, maybe it, it truly was a situation where he needed some painkillers to help. Yeah. But was it that addict sort totally of mentality yeah. kicking back in, exactly. screaming for more? Well, especially more when he's scraping it into a powder. So yeah, can just snort it. it. Yeah. yeah, that's a little addictive. But it, it just yeah. it just didn't start and stop with that. It opened up a Pandora's box is what it did. Because then we see him, I mean, later, obviously, but we see him yeah. with his other vices. We see him, you know, reach for cigarettes again. Because yeah, earlier right. this season, he was always on the nicotine patches. Yeah, so he yeah. was actually, and then he just doesn't go for any cigarettes. He goes for no. reds. And, you know, I don't smoke, but I know that reds are like 100s. Those are, that's you like the hard the core. Stuff. That's yeah. the strong stuff, <laughs> man. You know, yeah. who knows if they're yeah. unfiltered. Yeah, those those are probably un, unfiltered, you know yeah. I mean? So, you know, he's doing that. We see him, like, eating a lot. I mean, we just see him binging on every single vice. So it's... He goes down Way Alice in Wonderland, you know, yeah. the rabbit hole. Yeah, actually, yeah. absolutely. Actually, probably I was at Walgreens the other day and I saw this sign that you can't even get anything with hydrocodone anymore. Uh, refills, none. Interesting. It's, it's illegal because like, of Mark Maron. Yeah. <laughs> Because of Mark Maron. Solely because of Mark Maron. It's true. Yes. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah. So it gets so bad to the point where he is straight up trashed by the middle of the episode. Ryan walks in on him and he's just like, just not even coherent. No. Ryan has to shower him with the cold water and put him in. He's like, this is what I see in the junkie movies. (laughs) I know. That was my favorite to get him to the uh, set and just to get him, you know, get him sorted out. And what's funny to me is, you know, this sort of scenario I feel like happens all the time. You have your star of the show that that everything is riding on, like the money's riding on, the the whole network uh, pressures and just everything. And so everybody's trying their hardest to get all this to come together, you know. And here you have the main star of the show just just completely. Yeah. Whatever it is, whether it's like stress or otherwise, they're just completely like throwing it out the window, and everyone else is just like, "Get it together! We yeah. have so much writing on this." Yeah, and so it's really interesting because I feel like that was almost a play on what happens all the time. I I truly feel like this happens all the time in Hollywood. Yeah, actually, um, I have a really interesting story. Um, my neighbor was Robert Downey Jr.'s agent, his first ah. agent, and it was crazy because they both got addicted. Too. No way! Yeah, yeah, same time. Too. And so, like, now they're both. Now, yeah. the question, though, with all of these pills and everything, is there is this clown uh, throughout this yes. episode, and is this clown real? And he just is with the balloon. He's like the evil <laughs> up guy and from hell. Angry, angry eyebrows. Yeah. Like, I mean, he doesn't <laughs> do anything. He just is there. What do yeah. you think the clown means? And it's not like we don't see more of the clown. It's not like no. when, as Mark is doing this downward spiral, we just see this clown there, this fat angry, you know, yeah. kind of serial killer-esque, you know, reject from up clown. Yeah. 
That's completely exactly, so yeah. true. I personally thought it was a hallucination. That's the first yeah, thing I thought when we saw it. Interesting. Like a yeah. reaction from the drugs or whatever. It definitely it is. was, I think, because the first time I didn't think it was. And then it just yeah. kept reappearing. Yeah. And in the weirdest places, like in the driveway, that's totally hallucination. It's, yeah. He's not following Mark Maron. The clown is not following Mark Maron around. Being like, oh, I stalk you. Right. Now. Like just this just random randomly. dude. This random dude following yeah. Mark. Monis, what did you think? What was your take on the whole clown scenario? Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe because I think with Mark, that was his uh, super ego, that there is nothing happy about Mark in his life. Like, the whole happiness that the clown maybe was, the little nth degree of happiness is an entire life, and that's even shot. I, that's yeah. just shot. It is his, his, even, his, his joy, you know, like in that movie, that Disney movie, Inside Out, his joy is shot. It is she ugly left the building. fat. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Boom. I don't think he likes clowns. I disagree. <laughs> I don't think he was like, that was his joy. Because, yeah. I don't know. I just don't. It was like rubbing in yeah, the, the pain and the misery. Like, you suck. <laughs> It's like it's like Caddyshack, like asshole. <laughs> there you have it. Maybe Mark was yeah. trying to recreate that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we That's kind of funny. see him at the very end of the episode. In the final picture mm-hmm. of this whole show that he's been putting together, he had he had his whole episode long search for the captain's chair, not necessarily yeah. a captain's chair, but a chair that made him feel like a captain. Mm-hmm. Right? There's a difference. Yes. So he got the chair from home. He's doing his last moment. He had Ken Marino, uh, actor and comedian, on the on the show as his first guest, and wow. he was. Okay, not only was he just out of his mind, just not coherent in any sort of way for the show, but the whole entire episode, he was such a D-bag. He was, like, so mean and crotchety and just, like, hateful the whole episode. The whole time. No, here's here's the, the kicker, though. Do you, in real life or his actual podcast, do you ever feel that's how he is with the guest? Yes. No. I, <laughs> I, whoa, yeah. uh, juxtaposition. Yes. Oh man, this threesome just got <laughs> real. It got real. Okay, Emily, yeah. tell us why. Okay, every time I see him in the interview in his garage, he's always like has this huge grin all the time, and he's like. No, like, yeah. And I just noticed that. I'm like, man, this seems so fake. Like, I feel like he's, the dick part is more of kind of his, like, you know, safe zone, like, where he just rotates from, Yeah, I feel like. But I feel like it's kind of fake, but I don't think he's a dick to the people that he, he I, brings in. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I feel like he's just very honest and very truthful. And then yeah. with that is a very thin line to debaggery. <laughs> Between like sarcastic, like funny, sarcastic, and or, and mean. or yeah, mean. totally. Yeah. So I think he kind of rides that line. I feel like with his guests and on his actual podcast, for the most part, it's fine yeah. and good and entertaining right. and informative and you know everything yeah. great. But there are those moments where he just like lets it out, lets everyone have it. Yeah. Like he's not afraid to share his thoughts and feelings and emotions and opinions on the scenario, right. whether good or bad. Right. So that's why you know, I, I feel, um, you know it. In terms, not just speaking to Mark, and I'll go back to Mark, but in general, that we let out our emotions, maybe not directly. So I feel with Mark, he was getting all this um, 
hype from his podcast and finally he gets his own like talk show and really the truth mm-hmm. was he didn't want to do it he mm-hmm. didn't want to do it mm-hmm. even though he was doing it he didn't want to do it yeah. so oh. he acted out in a different way it's almost like okay i want to see um, I, I have to see the in-laws parents, right? And I, and I say yes, mm-hmm. and I'm getting dressed, and I, right. and I make a fake smile, and then at the whole thing, I get sick. I get strep. I get a flu. Uh. I mean, even though it was a snatchel, but really, that's my body. Yeah. That's yeah. the whole, I put it in the atmosphere that, I originally always wanted to say no, and yeah. I feel like Mark. I agree with that. Or, or, maybe he's, insecure and nervous and he's like man maybe my show it's like a huge deal you know like pilots a huge deal maybe it won't live up to what like my potential you know and i feel like if you get really stressed like that then you're just like well i can't do it anyway so what the hell like like fuck it i'm just gonna like just take all these pills and like yeah yeah, mm-hmm. no, he he was completely self-sabotaging, that's yeah, for sure, in this moment. Yeah, and yeah. you even see the changes that he makes for the show where he, you know, they keep saying, oh, we're going to do an opening monologue and this yeah, and that. Right. And he's like, no, no, I didn't agree to any yeah. of this. And they named the show The Conversation. Yeah. The Conversation <laughs> with Mark Marin, right? Yeah. And he probably was like, no, I don't even like the way that sounds. Yeah. He probably didn't even choose it. And when he begins his show, yeah. he just starts saying, I'm naming this The Mark Marin Show. Yeah. That's what I decided right yeah. now. And, and I'm <laughs> sure that was a big insult that he hears this and this is a one thing with mark that he has um you know all of these years in comedy and just writing you know off the cuff and they hire this fresh out of college ivy league national lampoon guy i mean that's really i mean we've seen episodes where any kind of young um uppity yuppie you know, with white people problems kind of kid is trying to school Mark and tell him what a joke is when Mark has lived a life. <laughs> right. And he yeah. gets so offended by it's it. Yeah. He's just like, what are you thinking? But then, and then, but then there's an, uh, an irony. He goes to the craft table. He's like, oh, they have healthy foods. Like, they have kale. They have bananas. Uh-huh. And they have- yeah. <laughs> I know. And it's like, yeah. He's like, this that- is better than I eat at home. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That and then every guest that he tried to get at first, like, didn't end up doing it. That's probably that's a bummer. You know? Yeah, no, totally. And he <laughs> even said that he was very blatant with Ken Marino. He's yeah. like, no one else. <laughs> you could were do the it. last. Person. Not even Dax Shepard could do it. <laughs> Poor Ken. What a good sport. And then Ken's like, I don't smoke. Yeah, He's yeah, like yeah. itching in his arm. He totally <laughs> smokes. He's like, I don't smoke. <laughs> his, his weakness. Yeah. Um. Yeah, funny thing about Ken Marino, too, I feel like everything that he's in, I also feel like he plays a jerk every single thing he does. Like, I'm just thinking, I haven't really seen much of his NBC show, mm-hmm. Marry Me, and yeah. he might be really sweet and wonderful, because it sounds like it's that kind of show, yeah, but yeah. every other thing I've seen him in, he plays, like, such the major <laughs> jerk. So I thought that was funny. funny. Yeah, Mark yeah. was really jerky in this episode, yeah, yeah. and then here comes It Ken completely <laughs> reminds me of Walking Phoenix on David Letterman. That's exactly... Ah, just being, the, like, a straight-up Oh, my kook. gosh. That's exactly what it reminded me of. <laughs> Except a little, like, Mark... And then he just falls to the floor. Walking yeah. Phoenix didn't fall to the floor. He just, like, put the gum under the desk, but, like... It was he, close. Oh, it was you know, close. You know, this... You know, the episode's called, um... Spiral. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you started, Blake, at the beginning, uh, Andy Richter was on. And really, from that 
we get the whole sense of this entire episode from those first two minutes because what Andy Richter says is you have to be in control and this entire mm-hmm. episode especially yeah. going to the Ken Marino when the conversation show he was never in control one bit you know the assistant um, the National Lampoon guy all of his agent everyone the else pills. the pills mm-hmm. you know no everyone was he was not in control at all all yeah very true yeah it was so weird too because he like i felt like he so wanted to be in control you know especially with the drugs like because his assistant he's like oh he's like just give them to me right now you know he's like well why don't i why can't i just have this so he was in control of this bottle yeah no i i do feel like in episodes past he he definitely seems like a very um, like straightforward kind of guy and really like on top of his, his things yes. and the things that he does. And yes. he, he really talks straightforward about things that are struggles to him and he tries to like avoid them in various ways. He's always talking about his diet, like how he's got like cheat days and how he has to exactly. like maintain his frame and stuff. So right. I feel like he definitely has that in his mind to be like, in control of things, yeah. and this was the perfect example of how he was not. Yeah. And interesting about how they opened up the episode with the podcast moment with Andy Richter, because I feel like they haven't opened the episode with the podcast. Normally it's peppered in in the middle or something like that, right. but they opened with it this time, so that was sort of an interesting yeah. choice, too. Normally it's always him talking to, it looks like he's talking to you, you know, but then they pan out and you see him talking to, like, the gardener or, like, the hotel man, the hotel person <laughs> that cooks me up. Right, and then even at the yeah. end, sometimes he'll come back with, like, his final right. thoughts, and he didn't this episode. Oh, yeah. So this was sort of a toss-up of kind of uh, various various themes that we've seen in previous episodes. This was, like, kind of a new... New format, I feel like. We uh, we left it open-ended for yes. next season. So what do you think is going to happen next season, Blake? God, it's, that is the hardest question to answer. I feel like there's no telling. I feel mm. like the way these these seasons are set up is such that they could go anywhere. You know, we know that he's starting his new show. So I imagine that the next season would pick up with more about the show. And we'll mm-hmm. see maybe if it continues on this sort of thing, mm-hmm. if he changes, if he ends up changing a lot of things like the name and the format of it, and if he ends up doing the opening monologue and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And uh, if he if he succeeds with it or not, that'll be really interesting to see. I imagine that'll be in the upcoming season. All right. Okay. Emily, what do you think? Well, I think that show is going to be done. <laughs> I think they're like, dude, this is not working. I think he might have to go back to rehab. Yeah, yeah. after and, this. And I think uh, it'll be a lot about his um, pregnant lesbian lover. I'm I feel so like, glad you brought that up. Yeah. I wanted to go there. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so we find out that episodes ago he had this whole liaison with his lesbian neighbors. Yes. We find out in this episode that the one that he hooked up with became pregnant. Yeah. And it's his. And, and it's then his. The little, and then the lady's like, I'm the dad. <laughs> it's like, this yeah. complex. So many complexes. So complex. Yeah. I mean, he was uh, kicked out of their relationship episodes ago, basically saying, like, sign this paper and then get out of here. Like, we don't want to see you in our lives ever yeah. again. And then he gets all trashed on the pills and, like, right. stumbles into their house. He sees them pull into the driveway, and he stumbles in and brings in a grocery bag. Yeah. And he finds out that the one is pregnant. He's like, that's mine. I'm the dad. And yeah. then the like, dad is like, no, I'm the dad. <laughs> yeah, it is so weird. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then immediately they're like, "No, no, we have a we have an agreement. So keep your distance. This is not Weird. this is not yours in any way." 
That has to be so crazy for him, too. I know. Oh, my gosh. He had another just funny storyline written into this whole thing, which I'm sure we'll probably see again. The way he brought it back in the finale, I feel like there's going to be more to that. Because he doesn't have any kids with his ex-wife. And then she gets pregnant, and you know how that turned out for him. He was like, you're pregnant? Oh, my. And then he's like. Oh, that was funny. Yeah, no, it was husband. Truly a hilarious <laughs> yes, moment. Yes, yes. Yeah. What yeah. do you think about this whole pregnant right. lesbian scenario? You know, well, first of all, I this is unfiltered, but you know, I guess this is. There's always the question of in any kind of um, same-sex marriage, you know, who is wearing the pants of the family, <laughs> and in this particular scene, we know which woman is wearing the, I am the father. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, was, I am the dad. Yeah, I mean, it's like, sometimes like, it is, that is the elephant in the room, like, which one is, you know, wh- yeah, which yeah. one, you know? I mean, it's like, boom, this one, this is the one, this uh, is the woman that's wearing the pants, right here. Completely. Would have been ironic if, like, the other one had gotten pregnant and she's like, I'm the dad when she was pregnant. I'm the pregnant dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Totally. Well, yeah. you know, there's a, it's gotta be a, the deciding factor in every relationship, right? Who's the, who's the mom and who's the dad? Exactly. Just so happens exactly. to be that one. Um, yeah, no, I, I feel like I'm, I feel like that's gonna be a really interesting storyline to come back in the future seasons because if they play it such that he has a child, right. I wonder if they're gonna like write that into the storyline. Is he gonna like try to see it? Is he gonna yeah. try to be some sort of presence right. in its life? I mean, they clearly don't want him a part of it, but I feel like that could be, you know, room for some laughs, him oh, trying completely. to like, yeah, get in on that. Completely, <laughs> yeah. I feel like, Whenever, well, you have a child, it, like, completely changes you. So, yeah, yeah, you could, I don't know. I I know, and that's interesting. I wonder if that is the same whether you physically have it or if you donated sperm like Mark essentially did. (laughs) You know? I wonder how much it actually affects you. right. Very true. All right, guys. Well, um, do you have any other final points to add to this episode? I just love um, his assistant and all of his cat shirts. (gasps) Lucy (laughs) Davis. Oh, Ryan. Oh, yeah, Ryan. Ryan. Yes. yeah, Speaking of which, Ryan. yeah, Lucy Davis made an appearance in tonight's episode, too. She's been popping in and out as his yeah. manager, Emily. Emily. Um, and I love seeing her. She's so silly and wonderful and she's British so sweet. and wonderful. Literally <laughs> amazing. Yeah, she's so yes. good. We love her. We love Ryan. Yeah, We love Mark. We love this we show. Do love That's Mark. why we're we do. here. We do. We do. My yeah, middle name show. is Mark, spelled with a C, so <gasps> I have to love this. Oh, yeah, yes, Mark, Mark, Mark Rose. I'm in yes, like Flynn. What up? Mm-hmm. Meant to be, yes. Meant to be. <laughs> awesome. Well, wow. this has been a very exciting recap of uh, the yes. Marin finale. Um, that's it, guys. That does it for season three. Uh, keep your eyes out for a season four. We'd love to be back and cover season four for you guys for Marin, as we are huge fans. This was an yes. exciting episode. Be sure to reach out to us on social media, hashtag ABTV Marin. Uh, let us know your thoughts on the final episode, this season, any sort of Marin thoughts. We love to hear it. I've been your host, Blake V. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Blake V Media. Where can they find you guys? You can find me, Modest Rose, restaurantfiction.com. Check that out. We just reviewed an awesome restaurant featured in the show called Rectify. So check that out, everyone. Awesome. Emily Crodel, like Yodel. You can find me at Emily Crodel on Twitter and on Instagram and Facebook. Awesome. Excellent. Thanks for joining us, Emily. And thank all you guys for tuning in. See you later. Peace. 
from executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.